Uh, I thought it was really important to just point out why we actually celebrate our heritage. So for us, as Courtney already uh, spoke about, one of the reasons why we actually do it is it helps to keep our communities together. And additionally, now that Courtney has kids and Ricky has kids and Brittany has fur babies, it's a way for us to pass on our values, traditions, and then pass that through generation to generation so that they can now enjoy what we have when we were growing up. Welcome to the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. In this podcast, we explore all the things that we have battled with and triumphed over along our own health and wellness journeys. Our goal is to provide real content for real women at every age and stage in life and to bring encouragement and community to all of our Wayward Lasses out there. Are you ready to make a change and start your journey to becoming the best version of yourself? You've come to the right place. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Wayward Lasses All The Things Podcast. I am your host tonight, Courtney, joined by my, mm, I didn't come up with a name, uh, my sister, Brittany. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. And my mother, Amy. Hello. (laughs) Sorry, no special adjectives tonight. So for tonight's episode, in honor of Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, which is the month of May for anyone who didn't know, we thought it would be cool to talk a little bit about our family heritage, some of our family values, because our family is Filipino American, (laughs) in case you guys didn't know. But um, before we get into that wonderful discussion... We're going to stick with tradition, and I've got some trivia for you. So, Britt, this is kind of like your southern slang words. Oh, Lord. But Filipino words? Filipino oh, words. Yay! That's not fair. She knows, all the, she knows the words. Who? Who knows the words? Oh, no. You should, should know no, them, no, too. No, 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 no. Listen. So this is how it's going to work. I'm going to give you an English word, and then I'm going to tell you how Filipinos use it. Yes. Okay. And what are we guessing? You're just going to try to tell me what you think it's it's used as. Okay. That makes sense? Okay. Yeah. All right. So first word we've got, number one, deposit. Oh, I know. I re- I saw this. Don't oh, cheat. I don't think I remember this particular one, but I, I saw this list. How do Filipinos someone, someone in our family post deposit? It. Yes. Yes. I don't know it. Oh, no? Hold on. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. And uh, it only works if you say it with like a Filipino accent. I know, I know. Is there something to do with shoes? No, not this one. <laughs> I don't remember this one. Dang it. <laughs> what is it? Call the plumber. Deposit is leaking. Deposit is leaking. <laughs> Deposit. Deposit is leaking. Uh. <laughs> All right. Number two. One. The word is splat. 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 I splat you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, my tire splat. (laughs) My tire splat. That's hilarious. My tire splat. So I saw this, but I I don't remember them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Again, for those of you listening, this only works if you say it with a Filipino accent. So, number three, the word is persuading. Oh my God. Persuading. If I get the spelling bee. <laughs> Amy. P- persuading. <laughs> I'm persuading. 
Oh, you uh, got it. I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> you said it, Ma. Persuading. 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 I don't know the sentence. This month will be my persuading anniversary. Persuading. Persuading anniversary. Persuading. <laughs> All right. This one was not on the list. It's just something that I put. Mom already knows this one, I, I think. I know this. All right. So the words, two words, and the words are mighty chair. And this I got from our very own grandmother. <laughs> mighty chair. My teacher. Yes. I said my teacher. In kinder, my teacher In was kinder, very nice. My teacher. <laughs> my teacher. My teacher. Uh, all right. And the last one I've got for you guys is black. 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 I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Do either. not block the gate. <laughs> Do not block the gate. That's a good one. That is a good one. Wow, I don't remember any of these. These are great. Uh, I know. And I have one though that I have to share because I never I think I told this to mom recently, but mama and papa always used to say this one phrase and I never knew what it meant. And then I got older and I realized what it meant. Have you ever What's heard the phrase? Sus Mariosep. Oh, yeah. Sus Mary Joseph. It's Jesus Mary Joseph. I know. You didn't know that? <laughs> I never knew. Sus Mary Joseph. Jesus Mary Joseph. Sus Mary Joseph. Because it's spelled like S U S M A. Like it's like a word. Sus Mary Joseph. It's an actual word? It's like a slang word, yeah. And and then like oh. when you look up slang Filipino words, Sus Mary Joseph, it's spelled S U S M A R Y O S E P. Sus Mary Joseph. Slang for Jesus Mary Joseph. That's, that's great. <laughs> anyway, so that was fun. Hopefully, um, somebody in our family listens to this and gets a good laugh. But Maybe. anyway, <laughs> um, Mom, I know you had a couple of things you wanted to talk about uh, regarding Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So take it away, Mother. Actually, the, so the first thing that I actually wanted to talk about is. And Brittany with her face. I can't wait till we go on YouTube because you guys can see the faces that these girls make at me. But in any case, uh, I thought it was really important to just point out why we actually celebrate our heritage. So for us, as Courtney already uh, spoke about, one of the reasons why we actually do it is it helps to keep our communities together. And additionally, now that Courtney has kids and Ricky has kids and Brittany has fur babies. It's a way for us to pass on our values, traditions, and then pass that through generation to generation so that they can now enjoy what we have when we were growing up. The other thing is because we are Filipino American, I thought it would just be cool to just throw some things out there that you guys might not have necessarily been aware of. For instance, did you guys know that a quarter of a million Filipino Americans are veterans of World War II? Had no idea. Um, I did not know that. Yeah, I had no idea about that. The other thing which I thought that was really cool was Filipino Americans are the second largest Asian American group in the United States. Now, granted, this was back in 2016, but the census was over 3.4% million Filipino Americans in this country. So that there are many of us. We, we are, are all over. 
the majority, I think the majority of them are in Hawaii. <laughs> that, that, no, California. Seriously. There were so many Filipino people in Hawaii. Has ever been to Woodside, New York? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we had everywhere. everywhere. Um, I've got two more. Uh, Filipinos were the first documented Asian people to arrive in the United States. They actually landed in Morro Bay, California, back in 1587, and that was three decades before the Pilgrims landed on Plymouth Rock. So I wow. thought that was a little cool, little factoid there. Oh, no, and that's accurate. What was what's the that? Date? 1587. Okay. Well, okay. My, my day. You about to Google when did you go? I was with Christopher Columbus. Like 1492. 1492. Columbus sailed the ocean, please. Yeah. Very good. That's a hot topic, though. We should probably not talk about Columbus. Uh, <laughs> all right sorry ma continue and and the very last one filipino americans have a significant presence in the arts and in hip-hop culture so we've got leah salongo who was the first filipino to win a tony award um we've got filipino american musicians like bruno mars vanessa hutchins uh who's that uh ap oh god how do i say from black eyed peas nicole schwarzinger nicole schwarzinger Schwarzinger. Schwarzinger. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What is his name? A P L D E A P. A P L D E A. Yeah. A P L. Apple Duck. I don't know how to say it. I'm sorry. I'm his name is Alan Pineda Lindo. Oh. Is that the one okay. that's Bebo? Bebo? Be, Bebo? Yeah. Yeah. Bebo, yeah, yeah, Bebo. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Filipinos have contributed throughout U.S. history. So, I just thought it would be a cool thing to share that with you guys, just in case you didn't know. And. Guys, who's the one who's like, oh, okay, besides Manny Pacquiao, who's the other guy that we absolutely love? Joko. John Batista? Oh, Joko. Okay, him. Joko. Joko. <laughs> he, he has a new movie coming out and Steven Spielberg directed it. It looks yes. hilarious. Yes. I remember that. I can't wait to watch it. see that. Yes. Very, very funny. Well, thank you for sharing that, Mom. Absolutely. I actually did not know all those fun facts. Yeah. So I'm uh, very proud to be Filipino-American. And um, I actually found an article written by another Filipino-American. And she just discusses a little bit about traditional Filipino family values. And as I was reading through it, I was like, wow, this is so our family. She hit like the nail right on the head. So I'm going to go through some of the things that she discusses. And I thought it'd be cool if maybe we just talk about how it applies to our own family or how we've experienced this in our own family. So the first thing she says is Filipinos are known for having strong and close family ties. They place high regard and put importance on their family before anything else. So I think that's absolutely a million percent true <laughs> in our family. What do you guys think? Has that been your experience? Oh, yeah. I, I would agree 100%. Um, I've also seen it over and over again as far as uh, mama and papa go, having um, family back in the Philippines in terms of sending money back to help put their uh, kids, um, their, their siblings' kids through school. That's just something that I've I've always seen over and over again. So it doesn't matter if they don't have money. They they always give whatever they can because they are family oriented. And that just kind of I, I kind of 
took on that same belief as well. And when it comes to you guys and the rest of the family, wherever I can, you know, you give, you help out when you can. Um, it's because what I said when I was growing up. What about you guys? Yeah, I think that that's true. And I think the other um, way that family, they're very family oriented is how like the whole family lives together for as long as possible. Oh my God. <laughs> Wasn't that your experience growing up, mom? My gosh. So when I grew up, it was um, me, Tita Gina, Mama, Papa, Mama's, uh, Papa's um, parents, so my grandparents. Then I had an aunt living up in the attic and my other aunt and uncle living in the basement. And that's when we lived in Chicago. When we moved from Chicago out to the suburbs, um, it was again, Mama, Papa, Tita Gina, and I, and then uncle came along. And then Mama's father sisters, two sisters, and a brother came along and lived out of one bedroom. However, I have to tell you, when we went to go visit the Philippines way back, um, I think it was a one-bedroom house. So they gave us the bedroom. So me, mama, papa, Tita Gina, we stayed in that one bedroom. And if we were to go use the bathroom, there were literally people on mats sleeping, covered, covered the floor. They were um, aunts, uncles, their family. They just, that's just how they lived, you know? Um, yeah. And growing up when I was in Chicago was actually kind of nice. It was something that I, I come to love in terms of having my family close by. Well, some people may seem to think that that's a pain or that's not normal. You know, you guys should be on your own. You shouldn't be having your family. But for me, that that's all I knew. And to a degree, that was a level of comfort because not, not only did I have my parents to turn to, I had my grandparents to turn to, I had my aunts and uncles, and it really was a, it was a little community. It was really nice growing up. So that's why I always push for, come on, guys, you got to come to North Carolina, you got to come and live close by so that we could do things, you know, often not necessarily in the same house, but just, you know, on the weekends or, you know, at, at night or, you know, the kids when they have a soccer game or they have some type of performance going on, we can be there. So, yeah, yeah, I agree too. We're definitely family oriented and I kind of just love that about us. Whenever we're together, it's always kind of rowdy, especially when the Harrisons are around too. And I like that we're close, even with our cousins. Like all, I think all of us are just generally close. And I think not think. I know a lot of my friends aren't aren't that close with their family members. It's like, oh, I don't really even know my cousins, or I hardly even know my aunt or my uncle. And it's it's just I don't know because that's the way we grew up, always having big family get-togethers and being close with family members. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's uh, different to meet other people who aren't close with their family and have like such huge shenanigans together like we do. <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking about our holidays. About yeah. like, mm -hmm. sorry, <clears throat> excuse me, about how before my little ones were born, how all of us would just sleep wherever. Kind of similar to what you were saying, Ma, like, whatever, there's a spot on the floor. I'm going to sleep right here tonight. We'd all just gather into one house. And I would tell people, you know, that, oh, we're all going to stay at my aunt's. Or we're all going to stay at my mom's. And everyone's like, where? Oh, my mom's got a room, a bonus room. We all just yeah, play we'll around. figure it out. <laughs> Pretty slept, we figure it out. I slept on Tita Gina's treadmill one time. I remember that. Didn't the mattress or something that like it just deflated and yeah. it was awful. I was like, I would just sleep on the treadmill. Yeah, and even like um my husband's family, they're coming to visit after we move into our new house. 
and um, we we're talking about where we're going to put everybody. And I was like, you know, I, I really wouldn't have this problem with my family because I would just sell them, I'd find a spot to sleep. Now I got to like make up beds and bedrooms and stuff for people, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's, it's just different. It's a, you know, we love it. We enjoy being together. Um, not that we don't have our spads because I think we've all had our spads and gotten on each other's nerves, but mm-hmm. we we coexist together and uh, we do it well. So I really enjoy the the tight knit family mm-hmm. that we have. Yeah, I think it's very special. It is. Um, all right. So the next family value that she lists is respect. One of the precious things Filipinos have is that they are respectful. Um, young youth, people in all ages, know how to show respect and courtesy, and um, I, we didn't do this as much, but I do know like our extended family, I've heard them say like ate or kuya to their older mm-hmm. brother or sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also, she also talks about how when the elder comes home, they do like a blessing with the hand. Mama used to make us do that. Brittany, did she ever make you do that? She used to make me do come that. come home from church. Mm-hmm. Do what? Right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, what is it called, mom? Pagmamano? What is it called? Pagmamano? I think Pag-mamano? that's what Yeah. Well, Mama was hand. Yeah, so it's like you you would take Mama's hand and you would put the back of her hand on your head when she came home from church, and mm-hmm. it was like a way, you know. And she would just be like, "Bless, you know, like a blessing." Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. I do vaguely remember that. Yeah, but I think respect is definitely huge, and I don't necessarily even remember somebody saying you need to be respectful. I just think it was very it was it's just, just demonstrated yeah. in our house. Um, it just and, is. Yeah. yeah. It was well, just, especially, I think, along the lines of how we, growing up, never able to call our friends' parents by their names. It was always yes. Mr. or Mrs. Yep. And um, I had friends that would just call other people's parents, like Jim, Jim and Linda. I was like, oh, yeah. my, my dad would smack me across the face. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, no, honey, you can call me Linda. I was like, no, Miss Linda. Yeah, I, I will not. I will die. I will not. <laughs> Um, I'm even thinking about going back to holidays again, like all of us just automatically pitching in to clean up after Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving dinner. Like I don't ever recall mom or Tita Gina or mama like, you guys need to come help right now or, you know, like help us clean up, nothing like that. I just remember all of us just it just, just like, yeah, just helping each other out and being respectful of each other. And even like when Papa was around, you know, when he would speak, I guess that was also because he never spoke, but when he would <laughs> never. speak- Everyone would just quiet and listen to what he had to say. You know, the room would get silent every time he had something to say. Um, So, yeah, I I think respect was definitely demonstrated and instilled in us by their actions, you know, by example. And I agree. I think we are so ingrained in it and familiar with it that, like Brittany, you know, was saying if we were to call a parent's parents a friend's parents by their first name would be like oh, how could you do that and i think we kind of see it um translated nowadays when you see kids like on the street you know yeah what do you want or the, the whole thing what bro or uh, bro hey bro <laughs> you would never in the philippines hear a younger person address anybody older than them that way it's always going to be preceded preceded with ate, kuya, or po as a way to show respect. And again, I just think that that's, as it says, it's just part of our culture that when you don't see it exhibited uh, in other areas, you, 
at least for me, I just kind of go, eh. Yeah, because it doesn't sit right with me. I think you you need to show that level of respect, and that's the way that we would do that. I think also it's like caring for your elders. Uh, there was like that whole thing happening. I don't even know if it was specifically in New York where these younger kids would go around and just deck people in the face. And that happened. Like this one guy came up and punched the crap out of this older Asian lady, and she like blacked out, passed out. <laughs> um it, it, it's just crazy, to, you know, to see things like that. Like that's not something that any of us would ever do. And just you know, respect the respect of our elders and yeah. and taking care of them and making sure they're okay. And that story when Mama was at the post office I and know. they wouldn't let her inside, and she sat outside like in the snow for however long she did. That was ridiculous. That was yeah, crazy. It was, cruel, it, was cruel. Cruel. it was negative five degrees. It was one of the coldest days. Yeah. All right. We'll get into that. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's getting fired up. New York. <laughs> oh, I just snorted. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, all right. So the next thing here as family values is that Filipinos are God-fearing and always helping others. And mm-hmm. um, that is definitely true for our grandparents, for us, we were all raised to believe in God. We're always going to church. We went to Catholic school. Um, but in addition to that, there was, again, it was never, it's probably one of the things I'm most proud of. It didn't have to be drilled into us. You need to be helping others. You need to think of others first. It was done by example. I always <laughs> saw mama and papa serving others, serving at the church or helping out with Tung Lao Um, going above and beyond what was normally asked of them. It just um, provided such a great example for us. So what do you guys think about that being God-fearing and, you know, always trying to help others without getting anything in return? (laughs) I feel like I am always trying to help other people. Um, It was so much so that I wouldn't even do something for myself Mm -hmm. and had to find a happy balance of I give so much of myself away and do nothing for myself. I have to find balance there. But in any situation, I'm always trying to help people. And even some situations, um, Alex would be like, don't get involved. You know, you don't don't need to say anything. I'm like, well, (laughs) I need to because this, this. (laughs) But no, I definitely feel like our family, uh, where we are always helping people, Especially like you said, Corny, after you know holidays and things like that, we're always picking up stuff and cleaning up. We never had to be told really to do that. I mean, maybe picking up and cleaning our rooms. <laughs> um, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and just like even helping each other as a family, like talking about being a tight knit family, like anytime any of our family needs help, we're there. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll make we'll make it happen. And yeah, you guys both came down, and Dad and Tammy, you guys all came down and helped us move, like without even a bat of an eye. You know, you guys were like, "Yeah, we're going to come down. We're going to come help." Yeah, and it's just like I can remember even um, Emma. You know, Ryan, our cousin Ryan, is Emma's godfather, and without even like me asking him or whatever, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm coming for her birthday. No, I'll be there for this. I'll be there for that." It was it was just you know. No, that's what we do. We're family. We're family. I'm going to yeah. be there, of course. I'm going to help you with whatever you need, you know. And um, I think that's true for our entire family. I think I can go to anybody in our family if I needed help with anything and and ask. And, you know, it's not a task. You know, if they can't do it, they can't do it. But for the most part, it's, um, you know, there. it's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that, Ma? Um. I just remember 
growing up, yeah, prayer, going to church, we would just the whole the whole family, the whole family, because my grandparents and the aunts and uncles were there. It's just something that we did. There was no question. So much so that as I was an adult and if I didn't go to church, you felt like something was wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I am missing out on something because it becomes so ingrained in you. Mm-hmm. It's part of me. Um, I, 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 I'm thankful that that was demonstrated to me because I, I believe that that was a core piece into making me who I am today. Yeah. So I agree. And I just had a thought. Do you guys remember all of the many, many times all of the Filipinos came to our house to say the rosary? Yes. Right? <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always remember when they're going through all the saints at the end, like the additional prayer because uh-huh. the whole rosary wasn't enough. There's an additional prayer after that. And mama goes through every single saint and papa goes, pray for us. But they got it down so quickly they can do it from memory. He's it was like, like a song. Pray for us. It's like, pray for us, pray for us, uh-huh. pray for us, pray for us. Yeah. It, I, down. it should just be all the saints, pray for us. Okay, we're done. No. They went through <laughs> every, every single one. one. Uh, yeah. And then there was like a sub, another small, a small short prayer after that. I remember being a kid and we had to go in there. It was like, oh my God, it's going to take 45 minutes. <laughs> And I can remember Papa used to – sorry, it's just a very fun memory because after a while you hear the same prayer over and over because the rosary is very long and mm-hmm. it almost becomes like a song because he would do it with like a, a mm-hmm. certain rhythm and a certain tone every single time. So when he would say Hail Mary, he would go, um, end of thy womb, Jesus. Yes, and then, and then, and then um, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Now at the end no. of our death, amen. Yeah. <laughs> like you do it the yeah. same like you know yeah and it just got to be like almost like a song in my head like i could i could mimic him doing it, while he was it. Doing it. Yeah. yeah it's so funny but yeah um it was it was good memories and good um even though we all maybe have different faiths and different religions now it was still something that was you know instilled in us mm-hmm. since birth that you yep. know to keep that at the center so yes. something i'm also very proud of all right and the last thing i have here is hospitality and food in the oh, filipino God. family our parents <laughs> usually cook for us and that's one of the ways they show their love and filipinos are very hospitable yep especially when there are visitors in the home mm-hmm. they'll make you feel at home um and they want you to enjoy your stay so i would say this is very true for our family. Um, why don't you guys comment on that? The one thing that I do know that after a big feast, it's always out with the Chinese food containers and giving away the extra food. Everybody would be, uh-huh. here, take this, here, take that. Cause- Endless Chinese food containers. So yes. many. <laughs> so many. Yes, it's the, the, uh, the Filipino Tupperware. Chinese food. The cool whip container. Cool whip container. <laughs> we have them all. <laughs> yeah. Gets me every time. I was always so disappointed. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead, Ma. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then, no, no in, in addition to that, in addition to like having parties, I can recall, recall growing up and even just somebody stopping by to visit. It's, oh, you know, what can I make you? Right? Oh, it's no trouble. I'll make you this. Yeah, here. And then you, mama would just start cooking something. It's like, you, you don't need to do that. No, 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 it's fine. I'll go ahead and do that. And that is 
um, true of if you go to any Filipino's house, they will do that to you. And, and, and let me clarify that though, because I don't necessarily have other Filipino friends my age and my cousins do not live close by. So I don't, I can't speak to that, but I know my parents' friends growing up, you go to their house and the same thing would be demonstrated. You walk in, Oh, you're hungry. Oh no. Oh, let me, let me just make you this. No, 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 that's okay. No, 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 no. It's no trouble really. So that is something definitely that is exhibited in every Filipino home is that hospitality. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think that's why, so whenever I come to visit you, mom, I'm like, where's the food? Because every time I go visit mama, she always is like, here is a plate of food for you to eat. Even if I don't ask for it, she immediately is like, let me make you a bowl of something. I'm like, yes. When I get to your place, I'm like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, you have anything in the fridge? It's not a science experiment. I'll just like go poke around. I'm just, just like, where? <laughs> That's so bad because to me, it's like, you get, help yourself. You know what my to food do. Is your, my food is your, yeah. your, you know, your food. Whereas yeah. you're right. Mama would make it and I would be like, well, there it is. You can do it. <laughs> I remember, uh, I think one of the first times I brought Alex up to meet both sets of grandparents, we went the plan was to have dinner at Nanny and Papa's and then go visit Mama and Papa. So we had a feast at Nanny and Papa's. We go visit Mama and Papa. She made a whole meal. <laughs> and we were just like, <laughs> you got you to gotta eat. You got to eat the food. <laughs> but definitely, I think that definitely describes the Filipino like people, you know, making sure everyone is comfortable. What can I get you? You hot and cold. You need a drink. You want this. You want that. Um, so, yes, yeah. definitely describes us. I have – Two, two memories. One of them is of Papa. And although I know that it might not be true for every single Filipino family, we're just talking about our own. I have to say that our grandparents, mom, your parents were completely and totally selfless people, always just wanting to serve and always just wanting to make everyone feel at home. And Papa, I can remember one of the first times I brought David over for dinner there. He was like, oh, I'm going to barbecue. And Papa had this the tiniest little broken down barbecue. <laughs> yes. It was a charcoal barbecue, not gas, in the backyard, and it was old. And the thing is, is like as I didn't understand it as a kid, right? But grow, being grown up, I completely understand that he had the means to buy himself a nice grill. But I learned mm-hmm. that, um, you know, after he passed away, I learned that a lot of his money he used to help his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, pay yeah. for things that they couldn't necessarily afford. And I don't mean just us, his sisters and, you know, things like mm-hmm. that. And so it just so amazes me that a doctor, a, a you know, a well-known doctor in the community had the means to provide for himself much more than he did and instead chose to, you know, give things away so that other people can benefit. But that's not even the whole thing. The whole thing is he had so much pride in this little dinky <laughs> – charcoal barbecue i'll never forget it because he was like i was like you sure you want to grill i could just fry it on the fry but he's like no i'll grow and he takes the chicken and he brings it out to the grill and he he grilled the heck out of that chicken and it was good it was delicious chicken but um i do just, remember that grill it was just the principle of it it was this little tiny thing i don't know what happened to it um and the other thing is when we were moving mama sierra and i were packing up mama to move from her apartment in new york down to north carolina um she had like nothing in the house. I mean, we we packed up everything and we were there like three or four times to pack her up 
So one of the last times we're there, Sierra and I are like, you know, packing, we're sweating. And she's like, here, come eat. And we were like, what? And she like pulls out this plate <laughs> of like fresh Filipino food. At some point in time, she had gone to the Filipino store and like ordered ready-made food and like brought it. And we were like, where did this come from? <laughs> and she said that we had this like whole feast and Sierra's like, I don't know where this came from, but it's delicious. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I'm very proud of our family. Very proud, proud of our heritage. Um, one regret that I have, but it's not too late, is I wish I was more fluent in the mm. language. So I would really, it's one of my bucket list things is to either Rosetta Stone it or I don't know what. I have I, it. I have yeah. Rosetta Stone. We should make that a goal for for us, like collectively. It's, and then, it's very similar to Spanish. A lot of the same yeah. words. Like it sounds the same. It looks like Mandarin it, <laughs> to me. Yeah, at least it sounds the same. It's like how are there twenty seven letters in that one word? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's like very like it's very a lot of nah nah and then you know Mama always corrects my my accents. She's like, no, Ooh. it's not, it's not my booty, it's my booty, or you know whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> so she always she always corrects me, but um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I love it. Definitely. Well, my I booty. love that you found these. This was this was great. It's it's um those definitely describe us to a T. You were ex- absolutely correct, and it makes me you know even more proud that we're not the only ones out there that are like this. Yeah. Definitely. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time to be with us today. Please continue to support us by subscribing to our podcast as well as rating us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you love this episode, please share this on your Instagram stories and tag us at wayward underscore lasses. And if you're not following us on Instagram, people, what are you doing? What happened? What are you doing? Follow us so that you can stay up to date on the tips, tricks, and short stories that we share. Or just send us some love on our Wayward Lasses Facebook community. And don't forget, if there's a topic you'd love for us to cover, email us at waywardlasses at gmail.com. And check out our website, guys, www.waywardlasses.com. Pillow. Me? There's a pillow. Pillow. There's a pillow. And a mug. A mug. And a face mask. A pillow. We have one face mask? One. One. Just one. Just maybe one. soon we'll have other items. Maybe, yes. maybe maybe something else. I don't know. Maybe some gnomes or something. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know where I thought of that. I don't know where I came up with that idea. Just in the air. Somewhere. Anyway, I'm just joking. But I think that would be a very cool addition. Be on the lookout, yes. guys. We might have some gnomes at some point. Anyway, uh, Britt, would you like to sign us out for the evening? I would. Thank you again for joining us today. Until next time, we are the Waver Glasses reminding you to keep it real. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, guys.